Hello guys, welcome back to the AJC Coaching Podcast. I'm Anthony, the host as always, and today I'm going to be going through supplements and recovery. Now I want to talk about recovery first because that's probably the most important thing. Supplements can come a little bit later. So in terms of recovery, if we start off as if you're a beginner, you tend to go in two to three times a week in the gym. That's kind of the baseline of what most people do unless you'll start off in January in which case you're training five six times a week going all guns blazing but let's say for instance we're going to the gym two to three times a week or we're exercising two to three times a week what you tend to find is your body uh, gets sore you get delayed onset muscle soreness you get DOMS so in terms of when you first start recovery takes a little while it takes about two to three days to recover so let's say, for instance, you break down the routine, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You've got a perfect period of time where you have roughly about 48 to 72 hours worth of recovery before you then go back in and work out. So your recovery is a little bit longer. Now, over a few weeks, let's say three to four weeks, might be a little bit longer, your body starts to improve. Everything improves, obviously, because of the fact you're exercising. You're probably improving your diet, everything. So your body starts to recover a little bit quicker which is great. So it means that you can start to intensify your weeks. You can start to make things a little bit harder. So that being said, you can then add in another day's worth of exercise. So you're now doing three to four times a week, in which case your body feels that because of the change. So yes, it does get sore. However, over a week or so, it starts to recover, in which case you can add another session in. You're then doing four to five times a week, which is great. That's more than what you need to see improvements within your life especially within your health and fitness. So that being said, your body again adapts. It feels sore at the beginning, but it gets better, it improves, and now you're training four to five times a week, feeling a little bit of DOMS the next day. However, your body is recovering quicker because it's now adapted to that situation. Okay, so recovery fluctuates depending on what you're currently doing. If you're not doing anything at all, and all of a sudden you smash out a full body routine, you're going to be in pieces for about four or five days, if not longer. So you need to be conscious about what you're currently doing right now, and then start to adapt it, but very gradually. Because if you go too far into the deep end, you're more likely for injuries. And we definitely don't want that because you're back to square one again. So that being said, in terms of recovery, really, you need to think about what you're currently doing right now and how you can slowly adapt it to increase your level of intensity and then your body recovers a lot quicker. Then we're all good. So on top of that, let's say, for instance, you don't necessarily want to add more days in worth of, um, of training. So what could you do potentially? So potentially you could make the sessions that you're currently doing harder. So without going into too much detail, let's say for instance, you're doing single set exercises. You're picking an exercise, you're doing three sets of 12 reps, having a little bit of rest and then repeating it and so on, okay? To make that a little bit harder, you could increase the weight. You could add more repetitions. You could reduce your recovery time. You could add another set in. So you're now looking at supersets. You can make that even harder again. You can go to tri-sets, giant sets, uh, circuit training, hit training. It all goes up in one way. Okay, But ultimately, you can intensify the session um, without having to uh, add more days in. Okay, Ultimately, your body will start to adapt and recover depending on what you choose to do. But for you to see an improvement in your recovery, you need to think about how much how frequently you are training and what you can do to improve that so hopefully that makes a bit of sense um 
another thing to potentially add on to that as well, which I don't want to forget, is if in your recovery stage, okay, let's say you have a, a wicked session, a wicked workout, and you feel sore the next day, you get your DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness. If, for instance, your muscles are sore for longer than four days, and it's still quite painful after four days, and it doesn't start to recover, it's more likely that it's an injury. It's not delayed onset muscle soreness. So as a rule of thumb, if you are working out and you have a really hard session and you feel DOMS and it lasts for longer than four days and it's still painful and it's potentially not getting any better, you're injured. If you're recovering within that four-day period, you're aces, you're good to go. It just means that you have muscle soreness. Okay, so just a little tip to think about uh, how your body's recovering and whether or not you need to go and get some help or get some training advice or potentially just check out the injuries that you might potentially have from going too hard in the gym. So now that that's done, supplements. Um, initially, when I first started uh, training, I pretty much just followed what my brother did. My brother just followed whatever someone within his gym or friends did that were bigger. Uh, so we just kind of followed down this pyramid of whoever's bigger will do what they're doing. Um, that being said, we also followed the same principle when it came to uh, supplements. So friends of friends of friends would recommend supplements that have biggest one, protein shakes. Of course, it's got to be protein shakes. Next came creatine, then came BCAAs. Uh, and then pre-workouts kicked in as well. Now, let's just go through a few of those anyway. So protein shakes for, uh, for the first one, okay? Now, when I first started, I was literally guzzling down protein shakes, and I was spending an absolute fortune on them, whether it be weight gain protein shakes or whether it's just the, the standard one, okay? It doesn't matter what range or what product it is. Every single one of them pretty much does the same thing, but just fluctuate slightly in terms of sugar uh, and carbohydrates. Okay, so the protein that I was guzzling down was all well and good. It felt great. I was also eating a lot of rubbish at the time. It did help me put on a little bit of muscle, but that's only because I was consuming a lot of calories over that period of time. Now, uh, one of the myths that they uh, that the friends tended tended to suggest was that you would have a a protein shake after you worked out and pretty much straight after you worked out to make sure that your your muscles could absorb all of that protein and make them bigger now that's just a load of shit that's not actually true it doesn't do that whatsoever however it is still good for you to have that protein shake but it doesn't necessarily have to be straight after you work out that doesn't aid in your recovery in any way having it straight after the biggest thing that i'm trying to say when it comes to things like protein shakes is Yes, they are very good for you if you can't necessarily get that protein within your diet. So let's say, for instance, your your daily lifestyle, let's say going to work. So you get up early in the morning, you don't have enough time to have some breakfast, so you just literally get up and go. You get to work, lunch is a minimum, like chicken sandwich or a meal deal or whatever. You get some meal deal, you come back, have something to eat, you might get a snack a little about about three o'clock, then you go home, you have dinner, there might be some other snacks or pudding, and then you go to bed. Now, over that period of time, you haven't necessarily thought about what you've been having in terms of protein, carbs, fats, and calories. So 
before you can even think about taking a protein shake, you need to consider what you're actually doing within your diet. Are you getting the right amount of calories, carbs, fats, and proteins? If you are not getting all of those correct, then you need to adapt that first before you start to think about taking any supplements. Okay? So, if, for instance, you are not getting enough protein within the foods that you're eating, then yes, a protein shake is a benefit to you because you can then consume that. It will help improve your muscle de development, muscle recovery, and so on and so on. However, if you are getting more than enough protein within your diet, you don't need protein shakes. So that's one of the biggest things that I take on board here is if you have your diet in order, you don't necessarily have to have a protein shake because you're getting all of it within, your, within the foods that you're eating. If you don't have enough time within your day or you feel that you just can't get enough within your food, then protein shakes are the way forward. They will help. So in terms of the bigger picture, think about your diet first. Don't think about just consuming a ridiculous amount of protein shakes because that doesn't benefit you in any way. If anything, it might potentially be helping you put on body fat and we don't want that at all. So hopefully that gives you a bit of clarity as to what I mean in terms of protein shakes. It, there is no perfect time for you to have a protein shake. Uh, you don't have to have it straight after you work out or before you work out. Just make sure that you're consuming a good amount of protein within the, the foods that you're eating. And if you feel that you're not getting enough, that's the time to start to buy supplements, protein shakes, and have those. Okay, so moving on from that, creatine. Uh, again, most people will tend to suggest having creatine if you're looking at building more muscle. Um, I've used it before. I've never really seen any kind of a benefit to that. Again, mostly because of the fact that I changed my diet. Um if I'm consuming a good amount of calories, if I'm consuming a good amount of carbs, fats and proteins, creatine might potentially help during my workout. But in reality, the bigger picture is going to be on what I'm eating. That's going to be the thing that's going to help me develop and help me grow. So yes, creatine is a benefit to you during a workout. It does give you a little bit of a push, provides a little bit more water, whatever, whatever else is there. However, ultimately, just make sure what you're consuming within your foods is the most important part. Then we've got BCAAs. I've never really taken BCAAs. There are people that suggest that there is a real big benefit. Uh, however, there isn't necessarily a window for you to consume a certain amount of BCAAs to see a benefit. A lot of people tend to have it as an intra-workout, so they'll take BCAAs during their session. Um, because it suggests it's an old bodybuilder's method of consuming BCAAs, provides a better branch chain amino acids, uh, which helps develop more protein within the body, which means that it's more likely to recover and grow, gives you that extra push during the session. Uh, again, I mean, I might be wrong in all that. However, realistically, again, it comes back down to whether or not you're consuming the right amount of carbs, fats, proteins, and calories. As long as you get that in and you know what you're meant to be consuming, you don't necessarily need to take those. Now, the, the final thing in terms of this for is a pre-workout. Now, a pre-workout can be done in many ways. You can either buy them in the containers, the whatever way. However, there are other methods. There's the old school method of having just a black coffee, uh, an espresso. It's uh, it's essentially a stimulant. Pre-workouts are just a stimulant. It's a way for you to be a little bit more alert. It's enough for your body to respond a little bit quicker uh, and to just be a little bit more focused. So on the days that you're feeling pretty tired, pretty exhausted, and you just need that extra kick, then a pre-workout does benefit you. 
It doesn't necessarily help you grow a little bit more or lift a little bit more. It just makes you a little bit more alert and more focused in what you're currently doing. Now, let's say, for instance, you do take a pre-workout or you take a very strong uh, coffee. You go in, you are a lot more alert, you are a lot more focused, but then you go and sit down on a bench, get ready to do a bench press, you whack out your phone, you start filling through your phone. Now, that's going to be a distraction. You're not going to be as focused, so you're less likely for you to um, deliver what you want within your reps or the weight that you're planning on lifting. So even that can fluctuate depending on how focused you are mentally. So yes, a pre-workout is also good for you and it is a good stimulant and it does help you to try and stay focused. However, if your mind is wandering elsewhere, you can take whatever you want. If you're mentally not prepared for what you're about to do in that session, you're not going to be able to improve. You need to stay focused on what you're doing. So the simulant becomes pointless. So you need to use that to your advantage. You shouldn't just take it and assume that you're going to get some benefits out of it. You need to be fully aware of what's expected in both levels. So hopefully that makes sense as well. Um, go, this has gone on for quite a while. Um, so in terms of recovery, whatever you decide to do, make sure you gradually adapt so if you are training two to three times a week and you've got a lot of muscle soreness, wait for that to slowly get better. Make the sessions that you're doing a little bit harder. That will help to improve your recovery as well. Then add an another day or intensify the session a little bit more and just keep going until you get to a point of where your body is naturally recovering a little bit quicker. If there are DOMS and it takes longer than four days, you're more likely to be in an injury position, not necessarily in terms of a muscle development position, and just make sure that you're fully aware of what you're doing uh, and not pushing yourself too far. In terms of the supplements, the biggest thing really is get your foundations right. Make sure you have a good amount of calories, carbs, fats and proteins. Make sure you currently know where you are within your diet and if you're getting all of those in the correct amount. If you're not, that's when you can start to think about protein shakes. That's when you can start to think about the BCAAs, creatine and then pre-workout depending on whether or not you actually need the stimulation or not. If you feel that you are driven and focused in the gym without any stimulant, there's no need to take it. But if you need that extra drive, extra focus, depending on the day, how the day's gone, then yes, the stimulant is good for you. But make sure you're mentally focused for what you're going to do during a session. Don't just take it and assume that you're going to get results. Okay, so hopefully that's helped. Uh, it's been good doing this video as well. Hopefully this helps as well. Um, and I look forward to the next one. Thank you very much for listening and watching.